You're listening to the Junior Hereford Show with Noah Benedict. Let's get ready to learn, lead, and achieve. You are listening to the Junior Hereford Show today, and we have a super special guest. But thank you all so much before we get started here um, and dive into the meat of this podcast. Thank you all for listening. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm excited for today. It's, uh, this podcast is going to hit home for me because I believe in what we're going to talk about today. But um, I've, I've got a special young lady on the line here. Libby, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah. So as Noah said, my name is Libby Rushton, and I'm currently serving as our membership chair for the NGHA board. Um, I'm currently a junior at the University of Tennessee at Martin studying agriculture, business and political science. And I'm so excited to be on the podcast today. Well, thanks for coming in, Libby. And uh, before you know, we kind of get started here. Um, we're going to, I'm kind of alluding to what we're going to talk about, I guess. And, but uh, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about um, what you're doing this summer, maybe? So this summer, actually, in a week or so, I am starting an internship with Tennessee Farm Bureau. I'm working with their public policy team. Um, when I was a sophomore in high school, I actually had the opportunity to um, job shadow with them. One day, our high school had a job shadowing day. So I got to go up there and see what it was like up on the hill and got to see what they do. And I just absolutely fell in love with it. So, you know, as I was looking for an internship this year, I saw that Tennessee Farm Bureau had one posted for their public policy team, and I, I was honored enough to be able to receive that internship. So, you know, I'm going to be moving to Columbia, Tennessee in about a week, and I will be working up there and traveling the state, you know, talking to the people that Tennessee Farm Bureau represents and being able to kind of form that policy and um, be able to form the things that Tennessee Farm Bureau is going to look for in the next year um, when legislature goes back in session. I'm really excited about that. That's always been a passion of mine is to be able to represent agriculturists who, you know, maybe sometimes don't feel like they have a voice or um, would like to see their voice heard in a bigger spectrum. So I'm really excited about that. And then, of course, I know that we're all getting excited and getting ready for junior nationals this summer. We're all getting super excited about that. So it'll be a super busy summer, but it's something that I'm really, really excited for. Well, hey, if there's, a, if there's anyone that can do it, I think it's you, Libby. But um, going back to Junior Nationals here, after hearing a little bit about you, um, you know, you mentioned earlier that you are a membership chair. And um, why don't you kind of highlight some of the duties that are involved there and, and maybe uh, what you're looking forward to at Junior Nationals? Yeah, so as the membership chair, um, my main duty is to really just focus on Junior Nationals. Um, we work closely with Amy and Bailey and the rest of the AHA staff to really make junior nationals the best thing possible. You know, it's something that we all look forward to. It's the Super Bowl of cattle shows, as I'd call it. Um, so it's something that we all look forward to. So, you know, starting from the day that junior nationals ends, we really look forward to the next junior nationals. And we look for what did we like this year? What, what are some things that we could change? And one thing that we really wanted to look for this year was to, you know, maybe improve some of those contests. You know, we've had a couple years that have been a little weird because of COVID, but you know, we're looking forward to having a little bit of normalcy again. And, um, you know, just working that into our schedule and trying to bring things back to the way they were, but also with some new and improved changes. Um, it's something that I've really enjoyed the past year as membership chair. And I'm really excited to see it all come into fruition at Junior Nationals this summer. Absolutely. Well, and um, you know, I, I've been on the board through this whole change with you as well and, and through the COVID years and whatnot. And I think um, one of our biggest goals as a board was to, um, you know, get the contest back and apply a real world feeling to some of them. Um, you know, make those contests a little more um, applic applicable and what, you know, kids are going to end up doing in their everyday lives once, you know, once the NJHA isn't a thing for them anymore. So um, 
you know, let, let, let's start with the basics, the ones that have been around a little bit, but they've ended up changing. Let's, let's talk about those speech contests a little bit, Libby. Yeah, so the speech contests this year are changing just a little bit. So for the extemporaneous speech contest, it is going to be for intermediate and senior contestants. And it's going to begin online. It's going to be a hybrid contest. So um, I forget the exact date on that, but you will get on Zoom and be able to give your speech, your extemporaneous speech, you'll be given your topic and um, give your time to write your speech and then you'll present it in front of a panel of judges. And after that night, they will pick their top and then those will then go on to compete in person at junior nationals this year. So we're super excited about that. Um, other than that, it's, it's pretty similar to how it's been in the past. We just like to have this hybrid contest to, you know, still give those contestants the opportunity to compete in person, but also, you know, um, keep things moving at junior nationals and be able to, um, you know, fit everything in our schedule. So that way we can keep things running along. Right, right. And the extemporaneous, I mean, you kind of prep for that by going through the illustrated speech contest, right? Talk a little bit about that one. Yeah, so the illustrated speech contest, that is going to be for our peewee and junior contestants. And it's a lot of the same kind of process as the extemporaneous contest. So um, there's going to be one night on Zoom that you get to do your illustrated speech contest in front of a panel of judges. And after that night, just as the extemporaneous speech contest, the judges are going to pick their top and they will also be competing at junior nationals in person in front of that panel of judges to really be able to um, narrow down who our winners are. And we're super excited about it this year. And let's uh, let's wrap this this kind of first part of this contest, uh, you know, discussion up with the, the individual sales contest. So the individual sales contest is going to be peewee and junior contestants are um, only. And you're actually going to submit those videos through Submittable. Um, the scoring is pretty much the same as usual. So, you know, you're going to be graded on your knowledge, your ability to communicate, your organization, and the overall effect of your presentation. Um, and also all of these rules um, for all of these competitions that we're speaking about are posted on Hereford.org, um, the drop-down bar youth, and then contests and education under the JNHE tab. So um, I highly recommend everyone go look at those rules so that way you're really familiar with, um, you know, what you're going to be scored on and what you're looking for this summer as you prepare for these competitions. Absolutely. We give you a pretty good layout on there of, uh, of everything that the, that's going to be looked for in those contests. And I think it's uh, something important to note, you know, we had a lot of discussion about these contests the last two, I mean, a lot of discussion about these contests the last two years. And uh, one, one of the biggest points was hybrid versus in-person or, or online versus in-person. And I think we settled on this hybrid option because it, it gives a little bit of a taste of, you know, both options, the online versus in-person presence. And we really feel like moving forward, that's going to be essential to these kids. Um, you know, we could have made it all in person or we could have made it all online. Um, but we chose to actually maybe maybe make it a tick more complicated because that's what these kids are going to be going through. So, um, okay, as we move into the uh, the next round here, we've got some. I want to kind of take a look at um, some of the some of the older contests, so to say, um, and just give people a, a, a brief um, you know reminder about them. Let's talk about the photo contest, Libby. Photo contest. It's going to be the same as it's been in past years. So um, you will submit those on June first, and um, then from there, of course, those um, those will be scored by a group of judges and they will be um, placed first, second, and third. And the different um, categories in that contest um, have also changed a little. There will be um, the Hereford Cattle, 
um, category and also the Hereford people category. So um, I know that there's been some more categories in the past, but we have scaled those back a little just to really focus in on those two and be able to have lots and lots of entries on um, just those two give, give a little bit more friendly competition. Um, I know that's something that a lot of these kids look forward to, especially those of you that are probably better than a, better with a camera than I probably am. Um, I know a lot of people look forward to that. So, you know, grab your camera, go sit in the pasture for a few hours and see what kind of shots you can get. Well, if they're better than you with a camera, that I don't know what that means about me, but uh, <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and talk about the poster contest too. Yeah, so the poster contest, um, it's, it's staying pretty well the same as in years past. So um, there's gonna be the two age divisions, peewee and junior. And then the poster must include the event, date, actual location and theme. So some things that you're looking for whenever you're making these posters are, you know, you wanna be creative and you wanna be original. You really wanna be able to brainstorm your thoughts and try to come up with something different that maybe no one's ever seen before. Um, so those will actually be turned in at Junior Nationals this summer. Um, I think that's the first day of Junior Nationals actually that those will be turned in. So, um, you know, be go to the craft store, get your brains rolling and, um, Try to think of some ideas of some posters that we've never seen before. Juniors, Libby's throwing some good information at you guys. I, I hope you're keeping up paying attention. Um, keep, keep moving right along here, Libby, because we got a lot to pack into a little amount of time. Um, the judging contest, for the most part, is the same, but we do have one addition to it. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, so I believe it was last year at Kansas City at our annual meeting, maybe. You know, our, um, our board was having our meeting, and we were talking about Junior Nationals, and we were going over, you know, the things that we liked and maybe some things we wanted to change. And I believe it was Ralston that came to me and she was like, you know, I would really like to have maybe an educational part for the judging contest, especially for maybe the younger kids who, who don't necessarily know what we're doing, that maybe their parents just walked them to the ring to do the judging contest and they aren't sure what they're doing. So, you know, um, she's really worked hard along with some other members of our board to be able to um, come up with an educational part of our judging contest. So that will be happening probably within the first 30 to 45 minutes of check-in. Um, it's going to be very informational and it's going to teach you a lot of things about judging and, you know, what you're looking for and the process and, you know, teaching you how to use the cards, making sure that the process goes as smoothly as possible. I know that she's worked super hard on this and I know that we're super excited about it as a board because I think it's safe to say that our judging contest is the most the biggest contest that we have at junior nationals and so i think we're all um really pumped about you know being able to to teach these kids um not only you know what they're doing but why we're doing it and the judging contest is one that i've always loved because you know it's something that we use in our everyday lives you know whenever we're picking out our show heifers for the next year like you're able to look at those cattle and understand what we're looking for and why we're looking for it Absolutely. Well, and not to not to be outdone by the judging contest is going to be our, our showmanship and fitting contests. Um, you know, those are those are two widely attended as well. Do you want to just briefly touch on those as those are pretty similar to years past? Definitely. So, um, yes, showmanship will be the same as years past. You know, we're going to have our peewee and junior in one ring, intermediate and senior in the next. Um, we'll get through that day, um, get to show off your skills, what all you've been working on with each of your own heifers and I know that um, 
I know that all of you have been working hard on your showmanship skills. It's something that we all look forward to. And I think the thing that I look the most forward to is at the end of the day, getting to sit down and watch all of the, all of the senior contestants, those top 10 senior contestants get to fit their heifers and then go back in the ring for that last time and compete for that number one spot. The team fitting contest, it's going to be pretty same as in years past. So um, you're going to have your team that will consist of three members, one peewee, one intermediate, and one senior. Um, also, all of those ages are of January 1st of the current year. So, um, you know, we're going to all get together that day. And um, of course, as usual, the teams will have 40 minutes to fit their animal. And this contest is always judged by our current AHA herdsman. So we're super excited to have him back. He's also going to be helping judge our um, top 10 senior showmanship. Super excited to have Jacob there. And um okay we're gonna let, let's let's jump here I keep saying we're gonna jump because there's just a lot to cover and it, it's hard to discuss any any contest too much in detail but we're gonna spend some time on these on these next couple um the future professionals contest the future professionals contest is one that I have absolutely loved to work on because you know looking at the future professionals contest it's something that every single one of us are going to use in our everyday lives you know we're all going to have interviews whether it be for a PIFA scholarship or whether it be for a job one day, you know, everyone is going to be interviewed at some point. And so this really gives you the opportunity to work on your skills and to be able to, you know, sit in front of a real group of judges and be able to, you know, talk with them about a job that you might want and um, then to get their feedback later, which I feel like will help us all in the future. So this contest is for intermediate and senior members. And before this contest starts, you're going to submit a cover letter and a resume tailored towards applying for a scholarship through the Haifa Foundation. And then senior contestants will apply for any job position of their choice. In the, in, in the objective of your resume or cover letter, you need to list your job title and explanation for the job you're applying for. We really wanted to add this in. This wasn't something that we did last year, but this year we really wanted to give, um, give the opportunity to interview for a job that you're passionate about. Because of course, it's going to be easier to, to interview for something that you know a lot about and that you're passionate about. And so that's something that we wanted to add in this year. The judges are then going to score you based on organization, content, grammar, categories used, relevance, and the layout and format of your resumes. Then the top senior and intermediate applicants will be um, then interviewing in person at JNHE this year. And then the first place in each age division will receive a $500 scholarship from HIFA. I know that's something that we all really want, um, you know, especially for these intermediate and senior contestants, you know, getting ready for college. So, um, you know, that's, that's something that I've really loved working on the past year. And it's a contest that I feel like is beneficial for everyone. Scholarship, 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 right? That's for another podcast. But uh, I think you said something really important there. No matter, no matter what you're going to do in life, whether it's an interview for a, for a business loan, for, for your future spouse's parents, for, I mean, for, you know, for whatever it may be, you have to have some sort of interview skills um, and some professional skills to be able to succeed. So um, yes, very, very applicable contest there. Um, Libby, let's talk, uh, let's talk hybrid CHB cooking challenge. That's a new one that, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of trying to get re-implemented here. Yes. So I know that is something that so many people have missed these past couple of years is the CHB cooking challenge. And me and Noah actually hopped on a call. I'd say it was probably about seven or eight months ago with the um, National Hereford Women. 
And we kind of went through all these contest changes with them and just, um, you know, talked through some things, talked about what we could do to improve these contests. And this is something that they really liked the idea of and they were really excited about and our board was too. So we think this is a, a really great thing moving forward. So for the CHB cooking challenge this year, it is going to be a pre-recorded video cooking show style. So you kind of have creative liberty on whatever you want to do with this. And there are going to be four age divisions as usual. You're going to have your Pee Wee Junior, Intermediate, Senior. And each contestant will compete as an individual. There will not be teams in this contest. It will just be the individual. So you can have assistance in your video, whether it be a family member, or sibling, whoever it might be. Um, and so for this contest, you're going to be cooking show style, making your dish for the judges. And so these videos will be due on June 1st. And in this video, you must have the entire process on video, whether it be baking or grilling or, you know, putting, putting your dish together. We want to see everything that you're doing to make your dish awesome. Um, and we encourage the chef to talk through the process as if you were on a true cooking show. Um, and then the recipes will be compiled and may be utilized by CHB, NJHA, or the National Hereford Women in the future. So that would be super awesome. And so on your video, once you turn it in, the judges are going to be scoring you on showmanship, which is like your theme, creativity, your presentation, and um, the overall impression that your video gives. The recipe is going to be worth 40 points, and that's going to be your presentation of the dish and the use of recipe and explanation. And then finally, your knowledge and your ability to communicate and explain CHB products, food safety, and use of CHB cuts in recipe and general knowledge. All right. Well, uh, I think we're all super excited for uh, the CHB cooking challenge. I know I'm for sure looking forward to watching some of those uh, those uh, cooking show videos. Uh, let's jump to Hereford Bowl now, Libby. Uh, you know, this is one that uh, there's a very passionate group of people out, out there about this contest. So let's go over it. So Hereford Bowl is one of my favorites to watch because I know that each one of your states do some major studying for this. So some of you might do more studying for this than you do for your actual schoolwork, you know? Hey, hey, um, hey you got to do what you got to do, Libby. <laughs> so, um, you know, Hereford Bowl is um, sticking pretty much the same. Um, you're going to have your beginning. Um, each team consists of four members. And once you get there, there's going to be the pre preliminary round. And that preliminary round is that 50 question multiple choice test. Um, all team members take the written test and they're scored individually are competing for the high score. So that test is held on July 17th, which is that Sunday of junior nationals. It's the day after we all get there. And you must be in that room by 9.30 a.m. for the contest overview and registration. And then the, the test will be handed out and begin at 10 a.m. So then the four teams with the highest combined team scores all move on to the buzzer round. So um, the buzzer round is single elimination as usual, and it's going to consist of two rounds. And um, it's going to be bracket style. So I know that most of you are familiar with that. So the first place team is going to compete against the fourth, and the second place team is going to compete against the third place team. And then in the 10 question round, the first to buzz answers the question. Um, this is always my favorite to watch because y'all are do or die when it comes to hitting that buzzer. It is, it is major. And then of course the top two teams will compete for the, for the champion place. And um, the final buzzer match consists of three rounds. So round one and two will operate the same as round one. 
And then final jeopardy round allows teams to work together to answer the final jeopardy question. Um, I know this is something that you're all familiar with. I know you are all preparing for this contest. This is definitely a very, very competitive contest. And um, it's something that we all love to watch. No, I love that. I know that this is one that you've always been really passionate about in the past and you've always loved to be a part of. Yeah, I was never any good at it as a kid, but uh, I, I sure like watching these kids compete. Okay, and, and Libby, that takes us to our last contest. We got one, we got actually two other things to talk about after this, but we need to spend some time here on Sales Academy. Yes, Sales Academy. So this is a brand new competition, I would say. It's kind of based off of some things that we've done in the past with some competitions, but with a new spin on it. So um, this has actually been something that JW has really, really, really worked hard on. He, um, you know, he, he wanted to incorporate a contest that was really focused on sales and, you know, real world, real world experience in sales. So um, we had a long brainstorming session last year, right before um, Faces of Leadership that kind of led this contest to be where it is today. Um, I also think it's something that the National Hereford women are really excited about, um, you know, as we got to tell them kind of what, what our thoughts were on this. So the Sales Academy contest is an intermediate and senior contest only. Um, and then there are two parts to this contest. So um, kind of like the hybrid um, competitions that we've had, it's two parts. So the first part is going to be your pre-sale advertising. So the participants are going to choose an animal from their own herd in a sales scenario that they think best fits that animal. So you're gonna have three scenarios to choose from while you're um, picking out the animal that you wanna use. So your scenario one is going to be a bull sale, which is gonna be marketing to a commercial buyer. Scenario two is online sale and private treaty. And then scenario three is a national consignment sale. So um, Oklahoma City, that sale that we have in January. And then participants must create pre-sale management content to be submitted for review. So that is um, footnotes, graphics, and a sale flyer, and other sales material is optional. So um, that's something that will be turned in before Junior Nationals. That due date is June 1st. So um, while you're submitting the pre-sale items, the contestant must indicate what scenario they're going to compete in. So be sure that you make it clear what scenario that you were choosing for this animal. Um, and then the second portion of this contest is sale day. So um, the finalists will compete in a live sales contest at JNHE on July 18th, which is that Monday. So the final list will be posted online and then the contestants will also be emailed. So you will know if you're gonna be competing that Monday. Um, and then contestants are encouraged to be as creative as they want. So, you know, whenever you're thinking about these scenarios and thinking about the animal that you're choosing, you know, really be creative. There's a lot of different things that you can do with this contest, especially cause it is a brand new contest. I mean, it's something that's never been done before. So, I mean, nobody's ever, ever seen what this contest is. So really be creative in considering what you're gonna do for this contest. Um, think outside the box for this. Um, and then printed copies of the pre-sale collateral will be given to the judges to review with the live sales presentation. And additional sale aids may be brought into the room with you as long as they still relate to the actual focus of the chosen scenario. So then you're going to um, present your scenario and your animal in front of those judges in whatever way you choose. And the judges will then pick their um, their top contestants and um, you'll get awarded at Junior Nationals. Sales Academy is gonna be a good one. I, I put a lot of faith in, in, in the fact that if you have cattle out there, you're gonna have to sell them at some point. So this can 
this can definitely um, apply. And the time we got left, let's go over pen to pen. Yeah, so pen to pen is something that I've really loved working on this year. It was something that, you know, um, I was really passionate about when it first started, you know, getting to see those older kids connect with younger kids. It was something that, you know, I really wanted to push to um, the NJHA and to be a big part of Junior Nationals. So it's going to be very similar to last year. So the first session pen to pen is going to be on the 17th, the um, Sunday of Junior Nationals. So everyone will come in and get paired with a mentor or mentee. And some of those will be multiple people in the groups. I know that this is normally a very well attended competition or not competition, but um, event. And it's something that, you know, everyone looks forward to because you get to make those relationships that will hopefully carry you into years to come. I know that I've heard many people before talk about how they did pin to pin three or four years ago and that they still talk to their mentor or mentee on a, on a weekly basis at least, or go find them at junior nationals, whatever it might be. So at this event, um, once you get paired up, you're going to, you know, have a little meet and greet with your group and then be able to play some games with them and get to know them better, get to know some other people um, that are there better. And then you're going to have your booklet that has um, different scavenger hunt items. So whether it be going to talk to a specific person or, you know, going to find something, you're going to be able to, um, to do those tasks with your group to, you know, get to know them better and get to have some fun together, get to do some different things. And then the second session of that will be July 18th, which is the Monday. And um, it'll be about the same thing. You're going to go meet up with your group again, get to talk about a little about what you did yesterday. And then we're going to play some more fun games, get to know each other better, get to get to know why making connections is so, so important in each of our lives at all these shows. And then you're going to get to do those scavenger hunt tasks again. They're going to be a little different each day. And so, um, you know, after you leave that session, you're going to get to go with your group and um, find all the things on the scavenger hunt. And then there might be some special prizes for all of you who um, finish up, up the scavenger hunt. Thank you for being on today, Libby. We really appreciate you. I know we threw a bunch at everybody, but uh, Libby gave you guys some good stuff. So thank you, Libby. Yes, we're so excited to see all you guys at Banners in the Bluegrass this summer, and I hope you're all getting excited. Thanks for having me on today, Noah. No problem at all. And uh, guys, we can do anything, uh, any of this really without without our sponsors here at the NJHA. So this wraps up the first part, portion of this podcast, and let's give those sponsors a listen. This episode of the Junior Hereford Show is brought to you by the Small Calendar Advertisers for the month of May, who through their donations continue to make all of the programs at the NJHA, including the JNHE possible. We'd like to thank Dewar Farms of Bakersfield, California, Atlas Farms, Grandview, Texas, and KJB Cattle of Belleville, Texas. We'd also like to thank MGM Pulled Herefords, Hartford, Wisconsin, Whitehawk Ranch of Buchanan, Georgia, and SmartAuctions.com. The support of all of these donors is what continues to allow Hereford Juniors to learn, lead, and achieve. Welcome back to part two of the podcast, everybody. And uh, not to be outdone by part one, I have uh, have another very special guest on here. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Lauren Gates, and I'm the current National Hereford Queen. Um, I'm from Sabetha, Kansas, and I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. Well, Lauren, we sure appreciate appreciate you taking the time. Lauren, tell us a little bit about uh, kind of where you're at in life right now and where you're going to school, what you're studying and, and all of that good stuff. 
Um, so I'm going to be a sophomore this fall at Kansas State University. Um, I'm studying ag communications and journalism with a minor in leadership studies. This summer, I have an internship um, in marketing with Heinen Bros Ag Services. So I'm really excited to explore um, kind of a different side of the industry there and learn a little bit more about marketing and try and see where I want to go in the future. Awesome, Lauren. Well, I know, uh, you know, people around the Hereford Association, around the, the livestock industry as a whole, have been super happy to have you as our National Hereford Queen. Um, always great seeing you out there and our other royalty, um, you know, working at shows and whatnot. So, um, Lauren, uh, we found out uh, a little bit ago what your, uh, what your project was going to be for this summer. So, uh, you want to give us a little insight into that? So, we're very excited to be having Cornhole for a Cause this summer at Junior Nationals. Um, when I wanted to come up with my service project, I really wanted to do something that I thought could get our junior membership together. So doing kind of an interactive um, sort of service project was really something I was looking for. I mean, when I was in Fort Worth, I kind of talked to Amy a little bit about it and she thought it was a great idea. So it's kind of came off running and we're really excited. It's going to be a 64 team tournament for junior members at junior nationals. And I think it should be a really fun time. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when, when you talk about cornhole, well, first of all, there's there's all the, the never-ending debate of cornhole versus bags, and we've had that several times amongst our junior board, um, having some fun with it. But when you talk about that, it's a, it's a lighthearted way to to get people together. But talk about what the the really the end goal is for this project. So the end goal for our project is really to give back to the city of Louisville. Um, since we're going to be there this summer, we're really hoping to get. I'm kind of more involved in the community. So I found out about Norton's Children's Hospital, which is a really huge children's hospital that's in Louisville. And that's going to be where all of our proceeds are going to. Um, they're pretty much fully funded by no nations and have a really big impact on kids from not just the state of Kentucky, but around the country. So we're really excited to be able to give back to them. And we're also planning to bring our donation in person and get a visit. So I think that'll be really exciting too. Lauren, if there's one thing you could say to someone thinking about participating in Cornhole for a Cause, what, what would it be? Um, I think I just tell them, you know, it's going to be fun. It's competitive. I think everybody loves a competition, especially in our junior association. Um, but beyond the competitive side, it's going to be a really good time for us to all just band together um, and kind of join together and have a good time. Awesome. Well, uh, like I said, when we all first heard about it, we're super excited. And you may even see like a like an oldies junior board team appearance happened there. Um, you know, you never know what's going to come out of the word work there. But, um, you know, going past uh, Cornhole for a Cause, Lauren, what, um, you know, you got elected last fall at the American Royal and kind of, uh, or crowned, I guess, maybe be a better word than elected. But um, talk a little bit about your experiences so far as uh, the National Hereford Queen. Um, being the National Hereford Queen has been a truly incredible experience. As soon as I got crowned, I kind of hit the ground running. We had Louisville. Reno, Oklahoma City, Denver, I had a pretty crazy January and it was a lot of traveling, but that was really fun for me to be able to go out and kind of see different places and see how our industry is working in different areas of the United States. I think that one of the coolest parts has just been kind of talking with different breeders around the country and kind of seeing where their heart is and what, what differences they have. One of the coolest things was when I was in Fort Worth, I actually got to learn about the World Hereford competition and speak to some people that were from Australia. And I think just being able to kind of connect with people on that level because of our passion for the Hereford breed, even though they're from across the country, has really been an incredible experience for me and super educational. Even though I missed a lot of school, I felt like I was still 
getting that education just because I was out and able to do that. And it's just been an absolute honor to represent the breed. Hey, you know what they say, don't let your schooling get in the way of your education. So um, no, uh, it, it's got to be a cool experience. And you know, you and I, uh, you know, we both get to travel around quite a bit with our, our respective positions. And uh, it, like I said earlier, it's always enjoyable seeing you there and, and really excited to see what Cornhole for a Cause does. Lauren, talk a little bit as we wrap up uh, the Queen discussion here. You know, if, if, if there is someone out there maybe thinking that they might, might want to get involved in some royalty aspects, either on the state or national level, what would you tell them? I think I would definitely encourage anyone who wants to get involved in the royalty program to kind of take it and run. I think it's an incredible opportunity that's given to youth in our industry. I know for me, I started out as the Hereford Princess, and then I was the Kansas Hereford Queen, and now I get to be the National Hereford Queen. And at every single level, I've just felt an immense amount of support and felt like I've grown so much as an individual. So I think definitely just I would encourage anyone that's interested in the program to take a shot at it. You know, it's an awesome opportunity for our youth. Awesome, Lauren. Well, thank you very much for being on today. Really appreciate you taking the time to be here. Thank you for having me. All right, everybody. Well, that wraps up uh, this episode of the Junior Herford Show. Make sure to tune back in in a couple of weeks. We've got a lot of fun stuff planned coming up over the summer. I don't know if it can be outdone today with Libby and Lauren, but we're sure going to try our best. We'll catch you here next time. You've been listening to the Junior Herford Show with Noah Benedict. Make sure to come back next time to learn, lead, and achieve.